Welcome to Pastry Pals. This is the time where we talk about pastry, more specifically, the Great British Baking Show. That's not our intro. What's our usual intro? We don't have a usual intro. So why can't that be our intro? Because <laughs> it's a bad one. Hi, I'm Diego. I'm Lucy. Um, welcome to Pastry Pals, the show where we talk about pastry, more specifically the Great British Baking Show. This is episode four, wherein we made, well, we didn't make. We looked at people who made desserts. When you say it that way, (laughs) we looked, we inspected their files very closely. Um, we sort of gave them the runaround. Mm -hmm. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, cool. Sorry, I, I'm finalizing a list. (laughs) Making a list and I'm checking it twice. Uh-huh. Gotta see who's naughty or nice. Okay, so, desserts. Yes. First of all, you were wrong. You thought it was going to be pies. I did. But also, what do they mean by desserts? They, uh, puddings, apparently, but puddings that are not entirely what we would call pudding. Yeah. I... I've just sort of given up on um, <laughs> food categories. Not 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 just in terms of what they're going to make. My guess for next week is pie, just because I don't know what else there is. I was, we, we just passed Thanksgiving in our real lives, and turkeys are baked. Not always, but they are. And so I'm like, are they going to bake turkeys? The answer is no. The answer is no. And so I don't have anything other than pie. All right. Um... <laughs> Because those are the two foods that you know right now. Yep. <laughs> You're missing out the vitally important grapes. Okay, well, you don't bake grapes either. You could if you wanted to. Um, desserts. <laughs> Lucy has removed my glasses from my face and placed them upon <laughs> her own. It's for the effects. Uh-huh. Desserts. Um, should we just start from the start? Yeah. Or do we want to... Let's do... Let's... So anyone who's watched this episode knows that this is the episode of this season. And if you know, if you watched it, then you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, then go watch it. Why are you watching the show? Um, <laughs> it's it's a very high drama episode. It's a very high drama episode. And this is, I think... <clears throat> this is the first time, in a, at least in a while, that I've re-watched it with any... um Like... Like, actually, any any paying attention to it. Um, and they do a lot of sneaky things that I don't like. But first, before we talk about the thing that happens, let's just go through the... Everything, everything. up until then. Yeah. So the signature challenge was a self-sourcing pud. Sourcing pud. Which is... Sourcing. I don't know what pudding means. I looked it up several times. I don't know what that is because here it's like... A cakey gooey. thing? It's like... um. Um, at Chili's, they have the molten lava cake. No, I know, no, I'm saying pudding. Yeah, no, no. What I'm saying is, like, their definition a... of pudding is molten lava cake from no, Chili's. No, 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 Okay, listen. <laughs> In Britain, pudding means literally everything. Yeah, this is uh, this is what I was about to talk about with, um, just, like, foregoing food categories. Because <laughs> they're, like, pudding, and then they start talking about self-saucing pudding. And I'm like, I'll just go with it. No, listen. You know when you read Harry Potter and they're like, oh, and we had pudding at the end of the meal. Sure. Well, they do. They do that frequently because they're in Harry Potter and that's what they do because they have uh-huh. feasts all the time. Pudding does not mean 
pudding, it means just like dessert. <laughs> uh, like it doesn't it's not like the gooey stuff that we eat. I mean yeah. it can be that. But it can also it's just dessert except not always. Mm-hmm. And not all desserts are pudding and not all puddings are dessert. And there are also specific dishes that count as like that this is a pudding, but also you can say that like this cupcake is a pudding? I don't know. I don't oh, get it. Um so during the episode I was actually kind of looking this up and it was a, a royal decree actually, and it was one of those like aristocracy things mm-hmm. where they sort of had a giant list of what counts as pudding and what doesn't count as pudding. So the aristocracy could feel special by having their own pudding, and this was sort of like a, a one of those one of those like um we're in the know kind of things. What when were you looking this up? <laughs> You're lying, aren't you? Yeah. You're a liar. No, I looked it up and it's actually the opposite, which is that apparently <laughs> I actually did look this up the other okay, day. Okay. <laughs> in anticipation? Yeah, I was thinking about it. I didn't know putting that. Um apparently. Um it pudding used to refer to common people's desserts and so it was dessert that was very like homely and like homemade and like you know that kind of thing and so that's what they mean by pudding is like that kind of dessert which is the broadest and vaguest thing ever and i have referenced several different articles by british people about what pudding means and no one gives me a straight answer they're all like i don't know it's just what i think it is so, literally, pudding means nothing, and I hate it. So, it's literally the opposite of what I said. Yes. That's amazing. I was <laughs> completely inventing that um, based on just, like, whatever sort of British stereotype. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, anyway, speaking of British stereotypes, they said it was a very warm, what was it, 25, 28? No, Do- we're going to start with that later. No, but it... No, we okay. have to go chronologically about what happened. Okay. Signature challenge. Self-pud. Self-saucing pud. The pud. Which is like a lava cake, like you said, which makes sense. And so you basically, it's like a very light and um, fluffy sponge, like mm-hmm. a cake. But then in the middle is something that is liquid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that way when you, you cut into it, it goes all out. Yeah, like a lava cake. goops out. Yeah. Um, the I wrote down two things. Uh, party hats on pears because Louis was like he had pears in the middle of his, as and then the sauce was like around that. No, the sponge was around. Sponge that. was around that. Sure. Um, and so he put little like tinfoil party hats on his pears, and it was very cute. The other thing that I wrote, and this is one thing that I'm going to come back to a lot, is that Norman. <laughs> Norman is like. They called me simple, so and then he just makes like a very simple thing. A very simple thing. Um, he made sticky, sticky something. It was forest in the word. No, forest was what Richard. Richard did. made a forest thing. Sticky toffee pudding. It's a British thing again, so I don't know what it is. It looked really cute. Paul Hollywood did not think it was cute. I thought it was cute, but I, I mean, it, it did look messy. Yeah, but it was like it was like rustic. Yeah. It was... This isn't like the great rustic bake-off. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> required to use 
wood fire ovens. Um, yeah. Um, are there any? Are there any like big things we should we should talk about the uh, sauce? This is the beginning of the mini series in our podcast, which is Paul Hollywood doesn't know what peanut butter is. <laughs> Paul Hollywood Stop. doesn't know what peanut butter is. I'm cutting that out. I do it every single time. You have a song. But, I cut it out. It's got to be a jingle. No, we don't need a jingle. Okay, okay. Um, because Martha was making. Um, peanut butter and chocolate, uh, self-sourcing puds. Sourcing. Self-sourcing. Self-sourcing pudding. You just gotta say it in the British accent, you can still say sourcing. (laughs) I'm not gonna say that, that's stupid. Um, So she's making peanut butter and chocolate self-saucing puddings. (laughs) And he was like, too much peanut butter. You need to water down your peanut butter. Well, I think this, I think... I am skeptical of his judgment that she ate too much peanut butter only because this is a recurring problem of his and I think it's also indicative of the fact that British people don't know what peanut butter is. Whereas us Americans have had peanut butter forever and we put peanut butter on everything and it's great. Yep. And they don't get it. I This is this is one thing that I know about Great British Baking Show um, is uh, anecdotes mm-hmm. about Paul Hollywood and peanut butter. Yep. Um... And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to where this segment goes. Okay, shall we move on? I think we should, because we've been, and we've been sort of hyping up this big thing to happen, and so I think we should sort of okay, move along, just because not... So, there were there were little bits and pieces that we're going to sort of backtrack to, um, but first we should sort of sort of just generally say what was up with the um, the middle one. Technical. The technical challenge was tiramisu, and nobody knew how to make tiramisu. Which I think is funny because it's a pretty common thing to make, at least as far as I know. Maybe it's different in Britain, but here it's pretty. We have common. coffee. Well, they have coffee too. Yeah, but they also have tea. Yeah, you but can't, we you, also have tea. You can't put the tea. Are you saying that we're more of a coffee country than they are? I guess so. You can't put the tea in tiramisu. That wasn't worth it, Kiko. So, um, I wrote down one thing under this one, and that was when one of the hosts said um, something about the gentle pad of Lady Moccasins for Mary Berry coming back. <laughs> um, things of note. Uh, oh, who one won- thing is that yes. Martha won, and she made a tiramisu uh, Swiss roll, I believe, didn't she? In the first episode? I'm going to look oh, it up. maybe. Pardon my typing noises. Yash! Okay. Bring that back. Martha did a tiramisu Swiss roll in the first episode. Oh. And she even mentioned that she was the only baker to do it. And she got first. Because she's amazing. I love her. Um, upsets in the technical challenge. Richard um, had to redo his, um, his sponge. Uh, sponge. Yeah, as did um, Ian. Ian. Yeah. Um, and so it was like a big deal that everyone else was like moving along and they had to like really quickly rush to redo that. And that's like a, a very time consuming part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, their two were low ones because neither of them really, well, Richard did surprisingly well given. And I think Ian also, cause he wasn't like last. Yeah. Um, and so I think both of them, given that especially, um, did really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was, that was, that was cool to see that like, on that like, 
they had a lot of pressure and like everyone was a mess this episode everyone was yeah. a mess um shall we continue on to the uh showstopper yeah so baked alaska which was partially a problem because it was apparently the hottest day of the summer and they said it how how hot did they say it was i wrote it down in fahrenheit not celsius i think they said it was 25 degrees celsius and we were like oh that must be like like i don't know celsius high 80s we're like high 80s like you know it's must be relatively hot and we looked it up and it's 77 degrees you cowards <laughs> day or it's not raining means that the sun is going to burn everything um, so some things that I wrote down. Um, this is another thing in which Norman was like, I need to make it fancy. So then he does something with vanilla ice cream and strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> so I got, I got to make it fancy. Got to put vanilla. <laughs> and in the end. It wasn't even a lot of vanilla. <laughs> they're like, you need more vanilla in this. Like, oh, I'm going to go to these exotic spices like vanilla. Uh, strawberries. <laughs> Um, uh, and then, I love this so, I know this is a thing, but they pronounce it yogurt. <laughs> I love that. It's always funny. You giggled every single time. It's so funny. And they spell it like, yog-hurt. <laughs> Louis was bringing the yog-hurt to the showstopper. Um... Uh, last thing that I did was uh, one of the hosts went up to Ian and was like, ha I love your beard. It keeps getting longer. Well, she, said, by the she end said of this, specifically, she said, I want to keep you around for the whole time because by the end of it... You're going to look like a rustic Gandalf. <laughs> this is good. I think before we go any farther, we should go to the, uh, the best pun. What was the best pun? The best pun. What was it? Um, the worst pun. Okay, so the best pun. The worst pun the was... The best pun. Was... Okay, so we gotta go through all of these. Oh, God. How many do you have? Um, one, two, three, four, and then kind of a fifth. No, I'll just do four. Um, so, um, I'll start from the bottom up. So, uh, who was it? Diana was making a baked Alaska that looked like a swan. It was really cool. Um, and one of the hosts was like... Ah, pushing the boat out with the old swan. Uh, don't let it be a dying swan. Um, and I just thought it was really funny. Yeah, the, not a pun. Well, putting, pushing the boat out. Okay, That was fair. the part of the pun. I just continued it because it was funny. Uh-huh. Um, uh, one that I found really, really good. So there were a couple of like really funny editing things they did. One of them, this, isn't, this part isn't a pun. Uh, so one of them that they did, that Lucy pointed out actually, was... Um, one of them was like... Louis. Louie was like, oh, we have, like, this frozen ice cream with this, you know, warm baked sponge. What could go wrong? And then it cuts immediately to Paul Hollywood going, there's a lot that can go wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Similar to that, they were doing one of those montages of everyone, like, doing their baking. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the hosts was like, and they crack on with the next stage. And then an egg cracks. (laughs) I really liked that. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, Mary Berry was like, it's the hottest day and they're going to have to keep their cool. Which is funny on multiple levels, especially given that it's 77 degrees Fahrenheit. Do you think that's like Mary Berry's like action comedy movie tagline? Yeah. Yeah. 
It, 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 the, the, the movie is called Baked Alaska. I think actually it's called Alaska Baked. Um, I think this was the best pun, and this is actually the first pun of the episode, all the way in the showstopper. The whole episode really hinged on the showstopper, and it started by them doing their traditional, like, ready, set, bake, and freeze! And everyone, like, halted for a second, and they're like, no, 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 it's ice cream, so freeze! Uh, I would say that's the worst pun. Stop. Best pun. (laughs) The worst pun. Best pun. The worst pun. Okay, let's keep moving on. Cool. So let's talk about, um, do you want to get to the, the... The thing? Yeah. Yeah. Ian. Ian, Ian bent his baked Alaska. So... Okay, so what happened was this. First of all, Ian, been doing surprisingly pretty alright this episode. I think yeah. in the beginning even he was like, oh, this is sort of my thing. I like this a lot. Yeah. I think he was even, like, in the, the upper echelon of the, yeah. um... Like he did signature bakes. Yeah, he did pretty well, um, and he was excited. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we can't tell because he always looks sad, and. But um, I think part of it is also like, it, but but looking at the um, the tiramisu, he did really well given that his first sponge didn't work out. Yeah, that's true. Him um, and Richard both. Yes, both of them did really well. Um, but also, that's super frustrating for both of them, mm-hmm. um, especially Ian, who seemed to be taking it like less good um um so anyway he we got to the baked alaska challenge and he had this what it was a black sesame seed ice cream mm -hmm. um and some other interesting flavors all around and because it was really hot the ice cream was everyone's ice was melting very quickly so a lot of them were in the freezer to set while they're making their sponge um and diana and nancy were rummaging around in one of the freezers and just, I think they were, like, trying to take out their ice cream that was, like, in the back. So they took out Ian's ice cream that was ahead of theirs and then forgot to put it back in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, you know, so many minutes later, we're not sure how many minutes, um, they notice. And Ian's like, oh, that's, you know, that's kind of, that's mine. Um, and then he takes it out of its little container that was keeping it holding it together and the ice cream all just floods down and it's totally melted it's dripping everywhere and he gets so frustrated that he just um well because the thing is like this is after he had put the ice cream on all of it yeah and like this is this is the whole thing setting and so yeah yeah, that's true it is one glop of a mess that is the whole thing that he has baked all of the sponge all of the meringue all of the the meringue the meringue wasn't on yet oh okay that makes more sense um so, but this is like, this is the house he just needed to put the roof on it. Even right. if part of the walls, even if the paint was still wet on the walls, as it were. Um, That's how house making works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, no, this was frustrating enough for him that he tossed it all in the bin. And um, one of the hosts, Sue, was, you know, I think that she, it seems like she had a bit of a relationship with him and that, like, they, she seemed to be joking around with him a lot, especially this episode, or maybe they showed up to sort of build that narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, because, of the, you know, the thing with her beard, with his beard, and um, they talked, you know, they, they, throughout the episode, they seemed to have this sort of jokey nature together, yeah. which seemed really nice. And so she seemed to be, like, you know, wanting to be really supporting. And before, she, like, had herself turned around when he was putting it in the bin until and so she couldn't stop him before it was too late. Yeah. 
and it was just yeah. so, tragic so in general. She was right there when he took the the ice cream wrapping off um, and saw it all that, and she was trying to... I don't want to say damage control because that that sounds like, like like a weird motive. But she yeah. was trying to she was trying to encourage him and and sort of uh, get him to keep going, and like the hosts do have been doing in all the episodes, be very nice about everything, um, which is one of the things that I love about this show. Um, and yeah, like like you were saying, this is one of the things that we've been seeing, especially in this episode um, between these two specifically, um, and so. When he started to sort of take it over, it was unclear whether he was, like, taking it to throw it away or put it on a different side of the um, counter to do other things with it. Um, and so then when he's like, oh, it's going in the bin, and then he opened up the bin, and she's like, that. Also, the interesting thing is that they broke the fourth wall, kind of, in this, in that they showed cameramen. Yeah, I was... The first time. I was actually... They, they more obviously showed cameramen, because yeah. I, I, I was looking actually a bit around during parts of the episode um because especially when uh he was frustrated the first time with the tiramisu and the um sponge not rising um there were a couple parts where you could see more clearly cameramen because people were like having to swing their cameras over to capture this more quickly um and not be as in sort of fine precision control which was a cool and interesting thing to see um so yeah so basically after he did that he left the tent for a bit and went to that giant probably ancient structure of whatever park they're in because it's England and they have just millions of ancient structures everywhere <laughs> um and looked a very fairy tale and then he came back and he brought up when he was presenting he brought up the bin that he trashed his baked Alaska which I thought was kind of dramatic <laughs> um, um I'm sure in part Perhaps by suggestion or encouragement of some other, some some other. I'd party. imagine, yeah, it looks um, kind of reality TV to me. Yeah, um, and I think like they all sort of knew the situation because you could see it's not like they put the trash can on top of the table or anything. Right, like, it was right. just off to the side, a little more conspicuously, like mm-hmm. where you would put it normally. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so so throughout all of the disaster from every competitor, because this wasn't just sort of. Ian having a rough time, like like everybody was having a rough time, mostly because it was very hot and they're making ice cream. Mm-hmm. But but even in 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 other non ice cream ways, like Diana Swan like broke and she had to like fix it somehow, patch it, work it all back together, <laughs> um, baking glue it. Um, <laughs> just yeah, like real glue, just like some Elmer's, you know, Honk, munch. <laughs> um, Chetna's whole outside was all melty and goopy because the ice cream was was warm um like and even going back to the tiramisu like a lot of people just like were completely struggling with it because it was a tough dish and very vague instructions were given um so yeah so given how difficult of an episode it was and especially from what i have seen of their harshness in previous episodes i think paul hollywood and mary berry were very kind towards the bakers yeah i um, agree and they seemed really encouraging even for people who like during the behind the scenes stuff they're like i'm really not so sure about this person they they're really hounding on norm for his basicness Mm -hmm. um his simplicity uh but when giving feedback they were trying to encourage him to spread out more and sort of being like oh this is a very good base and you can build on top of this yeah definitely um 
and doing that especially with Ian um, and sort of encouraging him not to do what he did, but encouraging uh, continuation of baking. Yeah, and also just sort of, I think they were they were very nice about it. I was like, wow, you are you guys like counselors or something? Because like, Ali, you know, he was having a breakdown and they were being, you know, very kind and sort of saying exactly what you expect, you know, someone who's really uh, comforting and supporting to say. Um, you know, but like, you know, like this is just, you know, something that happened just like a moment that you want to forget and we totally understand that and we think that, you know, like even if, you did present it to us, we could have, like, commented on your meringue or the flavors or your sponge and all these other things that, you know, you did very well, probably. Um, but we'll I, never know. But we'll never know. Um, and I think that, I mean, Ian seemed to be in better spirits at the end, even when he did get out, which he did get out, um, because of that, specifically. Um, because he was saying, you know, it's I love baking and it's just, it was just that one moment and now I know better. And he seemed to be a calmer, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, um, like you could definitely tell, um, and I think part of this is is sort of the uh, the graces of the editors, because you could definitely see a, a, a sense in which, um, or you can see in an alternate reality TV show where something like this happens, and they have like the, the crazy boom drums <laughs> like every other second, and they have like zoom-ins on everyone, and it, they just linger on this moment for a long time. And that's one of the things that I really liked about this is you were saying specifically, like, Mary Berry is like, this is probably something you don't want to, like, linger on. This is something that you probably regret, regret already. And mm-hmm. Ian is like, yes, I do. And so they're like, okay, then that's that. Right, um, right. Yeah, and then you, you get the sense from the editing as well as from Ian's comments afterwards um, that, like, this was just, like, a moment that happened. This is... This is uh, like off the cuff this is a, a thoughtless action as opposed to a very um something that is symptomatic of a larger thing mm-hmm. so that was that was yeah that was a dramatic episode yeah so yeah ian got out which was a shame because i feel like it's just it just makes me so sad every time i see it and like i saw like sue saying like oh, I really want to keep you around for a long time and, like, you know, all this stuff and how he was, like, in good spirits at the beginning of the episode. Um, I just, I can see, like, a different universe where his ice cream didn't melt like that and Diana and Nancy remembered to put his ice cream back in the fridge and, oh, it's just tragedy. Would you like to move on to the future? Yeah, well, we also talked about Star Baker. Oh, yeah, Star Baker. Richard would Star Baker. Twice. This is yeah. the second time. I yeah. mean, not twice in one episode, twice overall so far. <laughs> Got double Star Baker. Um, no, it's, it was, I think, very good, especially given his sort of middling performance and his sort of re-salvaging in the, um, the tiramisu, the technical challenge, uh, because we see sort of the, the, the difference in reaction um, moving forward from something like the sponge being, uh, having to redo the sponge. Mm-hmm. Um, because the two people that that happened to were the ones who got Star Baker and the one who got sent home. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Richard continues to be really good. And I would put, um, Martha, I think also did superb this episode. Yeah, definitely. Um, I love Martha. I think she's great. And I think that her big Alaska was fantastic. I had it personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to hop into sort of where I have them ranked right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just have them in like an actual like list at the moment. Um, this is, you know, plus or minus one for each of them. 
So Richard at the top, followed by Martha, then Louis, Kate, Chetna, Nancy, Diana, and Norman. What? Wow, Nancy dropped in yours quite was, a bit. Quite a bit? Yeah, no, she was... No, looking over, Norman was... I'm sorry, Nancy, Nancy was... Oh, I always thought Nancy was... Never mind, never mind, you're you right. You always mistake Nancy and Kate. You mistake Nancy I'm... and Kate. No, I don't. <laughs> never mind, you're good, you're good. Kate did good work this episode. Um, I was actually kind of worried for her because... Um, the first two didn't go over super well, but then the, the showstopper did really good. Mm-hmm. And they even considered her for Starbaker. Yeah, which I, I found honestly surprising because the first half or the first third of the episode, I was like, oh no. I feel like they're like sort of setting her up to kind of be out-ish, mm-hmm. um, like in, in really subtle ways, which then... <laughs> totally went out the window, yeah. <laughs> Um, because, yeah, her tiramisu was sort of on the lower end and her um, signature bake... Hers was one that like the the sauce didn't pan out. No, her her sauce was good. Was it? They said right. it was really good. Um, it did have some leakage, I think, but mm. yeah. Okay, that's probably it. Um, and then so yeah, the the middle three are a little more nebulous, but I still think the top are Richard, Martha, and Louis. Um, there's a really funny shot in this one where everyone is just sort of like stunned, stopped looking at Louis while he's pouring two, two. <laughs> Two. Separate pans into two separate mixers. It was good. He was making his Italian meringue. It was very cute. Yeah. <laughs> he um, also lingered on that shot for a long time. This was, it, there was a lot to take in. <laughs> I need. I needed more of it, honestly. Um, but yeah, uh, Diana seems to be in a lot better spirits give, than yeah, the first two episodes. They told her to keep her head up. Yeah. Which was cute. I liked that. Yeah. What I have liked about this so far is you've been able to sort of get a very good sense of the betterment of some of the um, lower contestants and this sort of proving why they are still in. Mm-hmm. Um, because Diana is someone who had consistently been pretty towards the bottom and who I expected to get out a little sooner than this, um, especially given how close she was in, I think, particularly episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, and... We see um, her specifically, I think she's a really good sort of case for this. Um, we see her improving drastically and trying these very big things. And even if they might fail, then being very impressive in having tried them and the level of success that they had, even if overall they didn't go perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, this in contrast to someone like Norman, who was maybe a little better to start off with, um, but who hasn't really changed much. Right. Um, he doesn't really... I think Norman's problem is that he doesn't really... He tries, but he doesn't really take in what they say to him. You know, their criticisms. He doesn't take that back the next week. Yeah. Instead, he just keeps doing what he's always done, which is very simple stuff, wherein vanilla is, like, crazy for him. Or pesto is, like, ooh. Exotic. Getting spicy. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so I think they also set up Norman, one of the, 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 the tricks that they did in this one a lot, um, is they set up Norman to, for the audience to sort of be more behind him than they were behind Ian, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of who was going to get out, because they showed a lot of Norman being like, okay, I'm going to go a little farther than I used to, and even though it doesn't show like it's a lot, a lot, by showing his thought process, um, they sort of 
prime us to be like, okay, he's he's going to try more, and he seems to be listening more than before. Mm-hmm. So even if these are things that he has been saying all along, which we don't know because we don't have the whole footage, um, we get the sense that Norman right, right. might be changing, which makes it more interesting going forward. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have your list. Mm-hmm. You, what's the next episode going to be? Do you think? Pies. Pies. I don't know anything else. <laughs> Listen, either turkey or pies. They said desserts with pudding, and we learned that pudding was common food. The food of the commoners, um, <laughs> and not the food of the aristocracy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, all bets are off for what it is. My guess is pies, though. It's been pies since the start. No, the first thing I said was like cookies or cake. Yeah, you said you guessed the first one right. Yeah. I think you guessed the second one right. No. I said pies then. Oh, yeah, that's true. I think you mentioned that you knew about bread, though, so that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Anyway, I guess that we'll see what it is next week. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Pastry Pals. The music you're hearing is Sakura by Julie Maxwell. You can find this and more of her work at juliemaxwell.com or by following the links in the description. This episode was edited by Lucy, and you can keep up with Pastry Pals on Twitter at Pastry Podcast. <laughs>